Welcome back, everybody, to a spooky special episode of Instagamers Raw. I'm your host, Nathan, also known as No Signal on Instagram with a zero. I'm a lecturer of games design and a budding indie game developer. Who else do I have on my panel today? Hi, I'm Rowan, aka Gumfist underscore. I'm pretty much everything. Tonight, I'm a spooky ghost, and I am a game design student man who also does a podcast. This one. <laughs> Hi, my name is Tommy Keogh. I am author of Game Attack Stories as well as the Bogs Progress series. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Game Attack Stories and everywhere else. Uh, I'm also accepting submissions for Game of uh, Game of Stags, Game of Tag Stories Level Two. So if you'd like to be included, just find me on Instagram, ping me a message, and you can be in the next book. Hey, I'm Ali, aka Ali Lu, Twitch streamer and Instagram gaming influencer. Hello, I'm Ash Millman and I'm excited to be here. Um, so, <laughs> you can find me at Ash Millman on socials and I work for PlayStation Access as a host and writer and general spooky enthusiast. Mm. Thank you very much for agreeing to be on the show, Ash, as well. It's awesome to have you here. Ah, it's awesome to be yes, here, especially you. in the presence of a real life ghost as well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it sounds cheesy, but big fan, by the way. Like actually, uh, big fan. I'm a big fan of your work, Mr. Ghost. <laughs> Appreciate it. He's had many a cameo in Charles Dickens novels. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're in the spooky season, guys. I mean, this is the season Ooh. to start watching spooky stories and yeah, those horror movies that we enjoy and play those video games that make us poo our pants. So, um, oh, speak start for yourself. <laughs> oh, it's a common theme. <laughs> Personal problem. Um, yeah. But, so a little icebreak. I mean, so just to start off, what scares everybody? Because everyone's kind of, you know, scared of different things. Some people are scared by jump scares. Some people are scared by psychological horror. Um, what is it that scares each of us? Uh, Ash, we'll start with you since you're our special guest. What what scares you about in Ooh. games and movies? So I, I think the, the 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 base level easy answer is spiders. Like I definitely make a joke about spiders a lot. Like at work, we have little plastic ones that I hide everywhere. Um, but like they actually do frighten me quite a lot, like in games and in films. Like anything with eight legs, it's like a bit insectoid on the wrong end of like from beetle to spider, beetle good, spider bad. Like if they're <laughs> towards the spider end of the spectrum, it's it's a no-go. And also water, like. I love water. I love the sea. I think it's so interesting and cool and full of interesting animals. But also, like it, the, the, like the thought of like being yeah. stuck at the bottom of the ocean or in the middle that. of the ocean. <laughs> How about an octopus? That's kind of like they're a water okay. spider. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That actually is. But because they're so floppy, they're okay. It, the flop <laughs> like. <laughs> the floppers disarmed them, yeah. <laughs> so, how about Resident Evil games? They're full of spiders, right? In all, pretty much every one, I think there's spiders mm. at some point, isn't there? Yeah. Almost, yeah. Yes, giant there ones. Is. Yes, that um that massive room with the um I literally forgotten its name. It's Black Widow, something like that. The, the the there's a room in the first one that has like it's covered in spiders. It mm, might be the second yeah. one. Uh, it's like the massive enemy that's like. It's just a massive spider. There's no, it's not a zombie. Like, I don't understand why it's in there, but it is sickening. Absolutely sickening. Hate it. Like, I, I don't mind fighting them because at least then they're gone <laughs> at the end. You can just yeah. can kill them. Uh, but when you can't fight back, that's the, that's absolutely the worst part when they're crawling everywhere and you can't swap them in a game. Well, well. Apparently we swallow seven a year, don't we, while we're sleeping? Is that what they say? Mm, spiders. They say that, but... spiders. <laughs> yeah, is that true? Is that an urban myth? 
Mm. I do it one more week to assert dominance. I'm like, (laughs) 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 I've never seen the film Arachnophobia. Now, if you're not, if you're scared of spiders, that is the film, right? That's like, it's the it's the same as Jaws, but for spiders. It's just I love it. Nineteen ninety, Jeff Daniels. What a great film. I remember eight-legged freaks. Eight-legged freaks. Eight-legged freaks. I remember that. That had Scarlett Johansson in, though, which was like, I don't know, every time I watch that, I'm like, oh, she's in this. Um, (laughs) Arachnophobia, the spider in the shower, though, like, haunts me. Haunts me. I like that scene for a different reason. Uh, (laughs) The lady in the shower. What could that be? Yeah, I wonder. But um, they're remaking it, apparently. They're remaking Arachnophobia. They're remaking everything, aren't they? But, I mean, uh, I think... But John Goodman's amazing in it. Uh, have you seen it, Nathan? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously like child of the nineties. I remember arachnophobia. Um, I remember yeah, it being yeah. like pretty cheesy, though. Is it like my memory oh, of it has been like fun? And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not scared of spiders, you see. So like, it didn't, uh, didn't scare me. But I remember it being kind of that, fun and quite cheesy. I, I saw it when I was a kid because it was, you know, I was a kid in the nineties, and actually, that makes sense of why I am scared of spiders. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> youthful impression. That's it. It's in there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still a great film. Um, I highly recommend it. That's if cool. you don't like spiders, don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch a film called Arachnophobia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, this is a film tailored to someone who's arachnophobic. Surely they'll understand and watch it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not like a version therapy, isn't it? You know, you kind of watch it and they go good. Right, our resident ghost, Rowan. How about you? What what scares you? So I got like three films that I find really creepy. Just because they're so weird and like dreamlike. Mm. Um, so the first one is you ever seen Fire in the Sky? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. So I can't that watch a, it. Oh, that abduction scene is. is gross. It yeah, is like it's so. Oh it's my the god! Fact it's a <clears throat> true story, and mm. um, it's just like when he's like inside the weird like alien condom sack thing and they're like putting him <laughs> open and stuff and they're like shoving tubes in his nose and that is gross and uh I need to watch just... the film <laughs> <laughs> it's really like a it. yeah it's it's oh, it's like um I guess like body horror but invasive kind of, yeah, kind of stuff. yeah it's horrible but it comes out of nowhere doesn't it like fire in the sky is like quite like procedural until it gets this one bit where it's like okay he's abducted and it's horrible yeah. like for 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes it's like a missing it's, person case, isn't it, really, at the start? Yeah, it, it's like a murder mystery, and it's like pretty, like, it's like a normal detective thing, very, like, Twin Peaksy. Hmm. And then... Did it come out about the early 90s, didn't it? 93-ish? So, yeah. 91, 93, something like that? Yeah. Okay, I know the one you're on about, yeah, I need to watch that. It's, it's <laughs> I love really, that kind of stuff. It's weird, man. And on the same note, uh, Jacob's Ladder, same sort of reason. Yeah. It's yeah. just like that nightmare fuel... And uh, I have like a really specific one. Um, you guys ever seen this cat things? <laughs> okay. I have like a really specific one. Have you guys ever seen The Strangers? Yeah, so, I've heard of it. Oh, it's, it's really good. They made like a sequel, whereas like they turned the sequel into like a slasher because it was like an eighties slasher. Whereas um, the original was like a like a domestic horror, I guess. Oh, and, I think um, um, right. Has this got Liv Tyler in it? I think right. so. Yeah. yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I haven't seen it, but I know the film. So there's yeah. one scene that always caught like catches me, and it's just it's like a wide shot. I got arms now. It's like a wide shot. <laughs> and, uh, it's um, 
there's like a, this there's like a it's like the kitchen and the living room and stuff and there's the two people in the house are just kind of going about their day and you just see one of the uh strangers kind of just just walking just throw out the thing in the background and it doesn't like show it you know if you were looking you would see it and that freaks me out man Ooh, it's just yeah. something about that where it's like oh there's no reaction to it it's gross yeah I love it. oh my god have you guys seen oh my god i'm just throwing my microphone over have you seen um ghost watch um i Wait. haven't seen it but they, aren't they re-releasing it on like blu-ray soon like for halloween i yeah. hope so oh my god i didn't realize that yeah, yeah. Was one of my favorite films i found last year it's uh, a bbc special mm. um from the 90s where oh, they... oh i watched oh, that one oh. and it terrified me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mean, they, oh the possession in the house and all that stuff is that the one you're yeah. about oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah. so i i think Actually, Nathan, I think you're slightly older than me. But I was old enough to remember that. And it came up at, 90, again, 93, 94. And I watched it. And being nine years old and impressionable, oh, my God. It's crazy, and they release it? it. Uh, I, I, it's, it's so good. It's uh, I recommend it to everyone. It's proper British horror. It's got... Um, What's his face from Red Dwarf running around like ah! the whole time as well? Oh, it's so good. But I bring it up just because it's right at the background. Um, the ghost is called Pipes and Pipes appears in the background continuously. So if you're looking for him, you will see him. But if you're not, you can just be watching a scene and then Pipes will be there. Like I love you in the that. background. I love yeah. that. That's the best kind of scare, man. That's yeah, like so the, if you like the strangers. House. I'll keep an eye on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, you're very topical. Do. It is getting re-released uh, literally this oh. year uh, on Halloween, 31st October. Oh, 101 God. films. I need to get in line. Thank you, man. I'm going to look at that. <laughs> uh, cool. Tommy, how about you? Uh, so jump scares get me. Do you know, I, I, I'm quite hard to scare with gore or psychological stuff, mm. which is kind of scary, isn't it, in itself? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Um, <laughs> but... Um, so if in a film or TV uh, um, media, House on Haunted Hill. So that jump, we've all seen that. We've seen the jump scare in the back of the car, right? As they're just driving along and suddenly, I think it's like episode eight or nine or whatever, and boom, it's out of no, nowhere, comes up the car. Um, yeah, that, that, got that's me. scary because that's not like jump scares. I'm, I'm not someone who doesn't really get hit by jump scares because I think they're quite telegraphed, aren't they? Like you can kind of tell the, the, yeah. the, the music dips down. <laughs> There's a kind of, you know, you, you kind of feel the tension ready to, to snap. But then that that jump yeah. scare is just out of nowhere. And I think that for when we go put it into gaming for me is I get so taken into the world and I become, yeah, we all do. We're all gamers. We get taken in. We are that character playing it. And I get so kind of into my own little fancy world. When it happens, even if you are, you know it's going to happen. Like when I was playing Resident Evil 7 for the first time and you're going under the house and in the water and whoop, and someone pops up. <laughs> um, <laughs> that wasn't Nathan pulling his pants there again. Uh, that was the, the it point that comes it up. <laughs> um, it just get it really does get me. I don't, psychologically doesn't really scare me. When I was a kid, like much much younger, things like Halloween and even the Texas Chainsaw scared me because. Well, first of my dad showed them to me when I was about 10. Um, and secondly, he was like, watch this. And I've got an over-imagination as it is. But also, um, kind of, it's a, it's not a monster. It's not space. It's not aliens. It's just the mm. guy in a mask. And it could just be your next-door neighbour can come in and just stab you in the back or something. And so that was quite scary. But I mean, it's more job scared. That's pretty scary, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His little eyes cut out. But... Um, <laughs> And yeah, and I know jump scares are predictable. I know they are. And that's what bugs me even more about it. So I'm like, oh, 
So like the Dead Space remake coming out, I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm going to buy oh, it, and I uh, what's, and I'm I know it's going to make me jump, and I'm going to be like, "You're an idiot. Sort it out." <laughs> but, oh. The uh, the haunting of Hill House, that specific <clears throat> car scene. Do you know how they did that one? Have you seen the the behind the scenes no, tweet no, about no. it? Uh, so basically, um, Mike Flanagan, <laughs> big shout out, Mike Flanagan. I love yeah, him. Great director. Um, his his he basically gave the um, actors. Uh, multiple sheets of dialogue that they had to get through and to get the jump scare to work on the actress in the front of the car um the the one in the back he aligned her to jump up a, a page or half a page of dialogue earlier than they thought the jump scare was going to be <laughs> mm, so nice. the, the 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 two women in the front that is their actual reaction to that's amazing to her leaning up and being like Rah! in the back of the car. That's kind of like the but, exorcist technique, isn't it? You know, where they just like fire guns off on set. Fire again, yeah. I was about yeah. to say, yeah. <laughs> but this kind of links into Rowan as well with uh, uh, The Strangers, was it? Sorry, that you were saying? Mm-hmm. The Strangers, yeah. Where obviously, if you pay attention, and we've probably all Googled it or YouTubed it now, all the ghosts that are secretly in the scene. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So, do you know what? That jump, I'll be honest, I'm a bit of a pansy, even though I love horror stuff. Like, I love it. <laughs> I haven't watched the second season because that jump scare scared It's not as like, scary. No. It's, not, it's not the same. I, it's I, kind I, of more romantic. Like, I'm pushing 40, man. I don't want to end up giving myself a heart attack watching that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd say watch, watch it, Tommy. Watch it. it is, the second okay. season's more... It is more kind of goth romantic than it is like straight up horror. Like yeah. you can have a you can have a, a thing next week. Going, unfortunately, Tommy couldn't make it this week. Oh, Tommy, he's no longer with us. You'll outright die if you watch uh, Mike Flanagan's new one because it's got the Guinness oh, World yeah. Record for uh, the most amount of jump scares. Most jump scares. Yeah. What's it called? Midnight um, Club. Midnight Club. Yeah. 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 That's right. It's so silly. Club. It's so silly. The opening episode that you should watch it. Just it's to great. See if it gets it's you. great. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Okay. I think it's so I'll watch it after this and then I'll message you all going. You'll be dead, Tommy. You'll be joining Rowan with a ghost sheet. Yes. <laughs> Ellie, what scares you? Games and movies. What's your what's your thing you're terrified of? I think I have like three specific things because basically, going back about maybe two or three years ago, I don't feel like I'd really properly played a horror game for myself. I'd watch mm. my dad play a lot. And I tried a few and I felt like every time I was playing any kind of horror game, even Tattletale or whatever, I felt like I was going to get a heart attack. Um, But then after I played Resident Evil 2, which was the scariest game I think I had played, after I played that, I was like, there's something oddly comforting about horror, like when you're playing the games. And like now, like I don't feel too scared. Like, okay, I scream sometimes if I'm playing a horror game, but it's usually out of frustration. You know, if I'm running out of ammo or something, but I think that when it comes to what scares me, whether it is a game or a film or TV show, I think that there's no sp- like specific order between these three things, but these are the things that get me. Aliens, but specifically the grey aliens. Oh, so when it? you said Far fire in the sky, in the sky yeah. I was like, mm. I've read about that. Like I love reading about the paranormal and conspiracy theories and stuff. I obsess over that stuff, Like, but I cannot make myself watch that film because I'm um, I saw the trailer for uh, what was the one with uh, Milo Jovovich oh the fourth kind saw mm. the trailer for that when it came out and I couldn't sleep for about six weeks afterwards so probably not a good idea to watch that film <laughs> so that's one thing and then another is um in in some horror games you have like uh like a chaser character for example Resident mm. Evil 2 has uh Mr. Mr. X, X, I think it is. Yeah, in, in remake. 
and um, With his swag gear in his hat. Yeah, like I think like now I can handle him because since then I played this one called uh, was it uh, what was it called Horror Tale the Wine I think it was. And I remember you playing chase, that on your channel, yeah. The chasing wine, yeah. in that is is like constant. It's so much faster, and I was like. I just really wanted it to be over. Like I finished the game, but I was like, that was stressful. So, <laughs> but even being chased by someone with a net in Animal Crossing does that to me. I just can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> Animal Crossing, the and worst then, thing is trying to catch those scorpions and like uh, tarantulas. It's the spiders. It's yeah. the spiders in Animal Crossing. Again. <laughs> and they start rearing up at you. You're like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, hate it. I think the third and final thing that really gets me in horror that i can't handle is like there's gore and then there's like really <laughs> super realistic gritty gore mm. and like i i can never put my finger on exactly what it is but there are certain films like even if it's not a horror film if it's like you know just a gritty a gritty film or whatever like i'll mm. just know like i don't think i'll be able to watch that like there's there's just a certain type of gritty gore yeah i, that I can't deal with I hate when people put their fingers in bullet holes in films. That's disgusting. Mm. <laughs> I, think I, can, I think I can deal with that. You but. guys sound like you're just describing a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I love gore. All types of gore. Mm. Realistic gore. I find it fascinating, which is really terrifying. But I love it. Um, there was something recently. Have you seen Bone Tomahawk? I love yeah, Bone Tomahawk. It's a great film. Great movie. Yeah. We're putting the, uh, the hip flask, when he like, cuts him open, puts the hip flask inside himself. Again, it's like, yeah. not inside himself, inside someone else. Um, <laughs> Safekeeping. <laughs> did, did, did we watch the same movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, sorry, mine was called Boner Tomahawk. So that's oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, things like that, the realistic gore. First of just because I, I love special effects and so i find it fascinating that they can pull that off and like oh my god with when it's practical effects rather than cgi because cgi gore just looks rubbish i think yeah um yes. so it's just weird isn't it how we're all different in what freaks us out yeah definitely, i yeah. i do enjoy some gore like i enjoy like i've been playing um the preview for scorn and i love the gore in that I love the gore in video games. I, I do love gore in TV and film. There's some stuff I'll see that um, my boyfriend is uncomfortable with and the other way around, but it's like a very specific kind. Like um, when I was a kid, like my my dad like really loves movie making. He had all these like different books like cool. about how films were made, like mm. Alien. And I watched Alien super young. I was like five years old when I watched the first Alien film. And I really love it. And the bit where the face hugger bursts out of the chest has never bothered me. I was actually just laughing at it the first time I saw it because I knew. But it's like, when I say a gritty kind of gore, like I just don't know how to describe it, but it's just a very specific kind. There's just some stuff I can't cope with. I think the Saw movies, I, I particularly, I'm not good with. Like I can't enjoy that. I have to hide my face in something. I think it's like, it's the difference. Like if it's like when you eat meat and when you eat meat that has gristle in it, like it's that chewy yes. kind of visceral, yeah. like where it's not quite smooth and easy. It's not someone getting their arm chopped off and squirting like blood everywhere. It's yeah. someone <laughs> pulling an arm off where you can see them going through it. That I, I had like, there's a, there's Martha in, Martha is dead. There's a scene where you cut um, a face off and peel it back. Yeah. And it's the action of peeling it back and thinking like, 
instead mm-hmm. of it just being like you know something that comes off that i think i think i know what you mean with the with the the gritty horror it's like when when you can feel it when they kind of elaborate on on it and it's not fun it's like ooh, that's nasty yeah pulling, pulling nails and fingernails off and stuff oh, applies yeah. that yeah. kind of nails stuff definitely get and eyeballs yeah. mm. eyeballs get me as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh, On that note, uh, Rowan, I think you've got the first question for our special guest. Do you want to ask? I have. I'm going to get really close to read this. (laughs) To explain to everyone who can't see, Rowan is like gotten literally. Oh, I've taken the screenshot. Don't you worry. (laughs) So, our first question is What is the spookiest moment you've experienced in a video game? And this was by MGA underscore Captain Cola New. What's the spookiest, <laughs> spookiest moment you've witnessed in a video game? I liked the journey through that name the most. Like it sounded like a question. And then, oh, no, it's finished. Um, we'll question I think, everything. <laughs> I, I think we've mentioned Dead Space um, mm. and like the opening of Dead Space. Um, Ellie, you mm. said you played games with your dad as well. That was me growing up. I played like loads of games with my dad, or he played them and I would watch them. And Dead Space <laughs> was the one that like he would he would play through it and I would sit and watch. And we started like swapping the pad originally. Like I think I started off playing it and we were like, okay, we'll swap over after a little bit. And as soon as you go through that corridor and the necromorphs start getting up i literally like i hated it i hated it um (laughs) i was just i was so much more like sensitive to horror when i was when i was younger i was so fascinated by it and like morbidly interested but putting yourself in the the player experience when the necromorphs are getting up and you realize that any corpse could be like a monster and you see them tearing people apart through the windows there's blood splattering everywhere i had to watch my dad do the whole thing because it just got me so much (laughs) that jump scare (laughs) Um, but also like separate to dead space because I've I, I've spoken about that a few times in other places. But the other one that's really got me recently is I hadn't played Soma for years. I hadn't oh, played really, Soma, yeah, yeah. and I corrected right, yeah. that this year um, or recently anyway. And oh my god, it is like everything that is designed to frighten me all in one. <laughs> that bit where you're on the bottom of the ocean underwater. And Oh, the bit when you're on the bottom of the ocean, there's a storm brewing, so you can't see ahead. I, I have like, I don't know if it's as serious as a phobia, but you know, like submechophobia, where like you see like rusted metal in water mm. and it makes you mm. freak out. I hate, I hate seeing man-made things in water. Oil rigs make me want to vomit. Like really? I just think they're disgusting. <laughs> like I just, I hate it. There's something like the right wired with me wrong about metal in water. So there's another one in, <laughs> in, in Soma that's there because it's all under underwater mm-hmm. massive facility. And there's a sequence where you come out of the facility, you're on the bottom of the ocean, you're walking through, there's a storm going on, and you have to follow a bunch of lights down a path that someone has laid to guide you to the next bit of the station. So you're you're going path to path, like little light to little light, and there's fish all around you, massive like Leviathan beings that kind of inspire that Lovecraftian uh, cosmic horror vibe which is another thing that gets me like massive (laughs) things that are are just too big to kind of comprehend the sinking city has one at the opening which is like this cthulhu monster and you're tiny and that makes me feel really ill just thinking about something being so big as well but my reaction to horror is just sickness it's not like fear (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about bioshock 
Yeah, I like Bioshock. I like Glasses. Bioshock because you're inside. But the, right. the bit with Soma is that when you get to this outside bit, right, there's a cave that you have to go through and it's full of crabs, but they're not crabs. They're not normal crabs. They're spiders. Crabs. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. underwater yeah. crabs. So it's this tunnel <laughs> covered, literally covered wall to wall in little spidery like crabs. And as you go through to the end, because I was running through, like heaving, like, oh, get them away, get them away. Um, <laughs> as you go through to the end, you realize that the lights you've been following Following, there's a small piece of law that you can read before you get to this point that's like, oh, the giant fish that live on the bottom of the ocean, one of them is an angler fish, be afraid of it. Mm. And I uh, totally forgot because I was freaking <laughs> out about spiders. And the light that you're running to is a horrible, massive angler fish that comes out <laughs> of the darkness and is like, ah, to eat you. Oh, like everything in it was just so well mm. done. Like Soma is a masterpiece. But that it's sequence amazing. beat me up. Like Ooh. I was like, I had to take a break afterwards because I was just sweating. It was really too much. Ash, this sounds uh, like someone literally just opened your brain up, looked at everything that makes you scared and just made a game yeah. out of it. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so I, I love all of the frictional game stuff, like Amnesia um, as well. And I thought, oh, it's time to get on Soma. And Soma just, it ticked so many boxes. Like I loved feeling genuinely quite unnerved and scared because I feel like I don't really get that anymore with, with games. Yeah. Um, because I, 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 you learn to read things and being in there and once you die once to a monster, you're like, okay, let's keep going again. And you kind of learn the, the rhythm of them. Yeah, sure. Um, so for that one to kind of like just come out here and surprise me so much was was so good. And I loved feeling tense and nervous. It was nasty. <laughs> I think um, Returnal does that really well as well. Same mm. sort of thing. Got like the underwater section of that is like, whoa. Yeah. Same yeah. sort of thing. Giant enemies yeah. in there as well. Yeah. yeah. It's so oh deep my God. And cavernous. It's the, it's the noise. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm really excited. So I'm sorry if I'm talking over <laughs> <after> you. Um, <laughs> it's good, it's the. Good. Oh, sorry. I'm doing it again. Oh. <laughs> um, it's the noise they make, is all I was going to say. It's it's the noise these absolute horrible beasts, these reaper things make, where they're like yelling and it echoes. Mm. And oh, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. The typhon, is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. They, it's, it sounds like it sounds like a, oh, a submarine like underwater you know when it hits pressure and you hear mm. all the metal plates groan yeah, yeah that sound like is horrible and when they use it for <laughs> aliens and underwater beings and it's like this titan sound in your ears where they're gigantic beasts that move with the sound of a, 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 a you know a gigantic ship yeah Ugh. we're huge fans of Returnal here uh, yeah. Insta game as well me and Rowan just actually smashed that game I've tickled it <laughs> I've only tickled it as well. Yeah. It's on my list. Oh well, I love game. Returnal. It's it is yeah, it is it's a beautiful game. The storytelling yeah. in it, oh Chef's Kiss. Mm. Oh yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, the, the storytelling so, in Soma is always amazing, isn't it? I mean just to interject, yeah. like Soma is yeah, it's a fantastic horror game, but I think the the story of Soma just sticks with you for like ages afterwards. Um oh, yeah. what are you gonna say, Tommy? I was just going to say, going back to that that style of game, um, did you ever play Outlast, Nash? Have you ever played yeah. the Outlast game? So for, for me personally, that was the first kind of st that style of we've disarmed you, you've got no weapons, you've just got to run, Your these things are indestructible. First time I ever played. And I think I that game for me is what Soma is for you. So I played yeah. Soma as well, and it's, it's, it's terrifying. But the first Outlast... Um, which uh, was kind of one of the very early games on PS4. I think it was released like a month later, or, you know, a month into its lifespan. And I played it and I started streaming it with my friend who I was living with at the time. 
And oh my God, it was absolutely terrifying. I just felt defensive, <laughs> completely it's that defenseless, the batteries in the night, the video camera. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I'm all about, I love all my action games. And yeah, I've got a big old double barrel shotgun, come at me, whatever, you know. And now I'm like, oh, I've got a handy cam. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that feeling of helplessness. And it, yeah. it's just amazing, isn't it? But, oh, um, just fine footage and cameras like in horror movies. It's so good. Like the way mm. that the format works to kind of challenge your perspective and how things kind of can be experienced and to then have that mm. in a video game through a video camera there. It's just, it's so good. I do love Outlast. Right, guys. That's, that leads nice on to the next question. So we're going to take a quick break and then Tommy, I believe you've got the next one. So going back to what I was saying actually scared me is what this question leads into. Uh, so jump scares, uh, do they work? And um, what's the best jump scare used in a video game? And this is sent in by the eSports teacher, who is our very own James, who unfortunately couldn't be here this evening. Oh. Um, hi, James. James. Hi, James. It's hi, a great James. question. <laughs> hi, oh, man. What did you say, sorry? <laughs> I was uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was just everyone's like, hi James. I'm like, oh hi. <laughs> Get lost, James. Oh, James. <laughs> I think jump scares absolutely do work, but the magic in them is not you either need to do you need to go one way or the other, which is not giving any signal that they're going to happen and throwing them in your face. So mm. It's like, oh my God, I'm very jump scared. Or it's <laughs> spelling out that one's going to happen for a very long time and you need to do it longer than you think for Keep the, the pressure building. to work. Yeah. yeah, you want it like like a boil. Like That's what you want it like, ready to pop. Um, and you need to keep on filling it up with that fluid. Mm. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Messy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what is the best jump scare used in the video game then? In fact, actually, before we answer that, I think you're completely right there about the kind of out of nowhere. And I think it does work better in gaming than it does in films. Films are very, very predictable with their jump scares, I think. Um, mm. But games like, like that Resident Evil 7 one, which I mentioned earlier, it comes out of nowhere, and there's plenty of them. So, what's the best one used in a video game, Ash? What do you well, think? I, the iconic one is the Resident Evil dogs, isn't it? Like, hey. yeah, he's banging. <laughs> it's good. You can't really beat that. But um, my favourite one appears in two games that I've played very recently, which is Visage and Madison. Both absolutely banging and big recommend. Um, and it is a creepy woman looking around a corner. And I love this jump scare because every time I think it's not going to happen and every time it does. So you, it's in, in Visage, it's when you've done loads of stuff around a little office. So the premise is you're in like a, a kind of limbo-esque, dreamlike haunted house mm-hmm. where things are, are kind of knocking around, the lamps moving, lights are turning on and off. And there's like energies in there and as you go into an office to kind of do some bits and pick up some items when you turn around and come back out someone is looking at you um but you don't expect to like see someone there uh like it's not really been uh, uh, it's just it's just proper like <laughs> she's peeking around the corner and then she goes so by the time you realize what you've seen she's gone again and they did the same one in madison where madison Madison, you know, um, is is there. Uh, when you come out of a basement, you have to like squeeze down this really tight passageway and shimmy through, which they do in Resident Evil 7 a lot with then so it's the like walls with centipedes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're stuck in there and like you think something's going to happen the first time you do it because it's very dark and nasty and nothing happens. You go into the basement, you come back out and you have to squeeze back through. And when you come squeezing back through, little woman's poking, looking around at you. And I was like, ah! <laughs> jump scare. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know what it is. It really pops me every time. Like, I, but oh, it scares me. And then I'm like, hey, hey, woman scare. <laughs> 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 so, so, like, oh, go on, Ty. 
That's what I say. If you ever play Rush of Blood, play on uh, PSVR. VR makes me too afraid. VR genuinely makes me too afraid. So, that literally just came to me because I was thinking about kind of Resident Evil and stuff. But, Ash, um, sorry, Nathan, did you say you've played it? Um, no, I know of it's the it's the um, Until Dawn spinoff. Is it? Is that I right? think yeah. I've played it. Let me just. So it's I... on the it's on, it's on an on rail <laughs> shooter, really. Yeah. And there's some bits yeah, in that. that, especially played... in the kind of later levels. You know, one of them's a mental asylum. It's all kind of spooky and you know, and it's amazing. <laughs> it looks great um, for what it is, but there's and again, it's one of those ones where you know the jump scare is coming because you're shooting your guns all over, and then the lights go out and there's like some heavy breathing. And I, in fact, I've played. I've got so many of my friends to play it, and I've just filmed their reactions on my phone while they're in the headset, and they don't know that I'm filming them. And every single one of them, oh my god, is amazing. I might make a compilation and stick it on Instagram. <laughs> but um, you know, the lights go down, you hear the breathing, you know something's going to jump up. You don't know where it's going to be. Obviously, it's going to be right in front of your face. Even after playing that level fifty times, it still gets me every single time. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. So. I, Ash, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I, I will give it a go at some point. Like, I feel like I deserve it after all of the stuff I've been through. I, I deserve the moment of, like, poop pants horror, as you would say, Nathan. Um, well, yeah, on the subject of that, I was going to talk about it, because you mentioned Visage, and I was literally talking about this game last night to, to, to a colleague. And, like, um, yes. the problem is, is that, well, my relationship with that game is so weird. This is... This just demonstrates how sad I am to an extent as well. Like uh, in video games, I love to just look at like just look around every nook and cranny. I get really paranoid if I think I'm going to miss something. So mm-hmm. especially with Visage, because you have to kind of like scour that house, don't you, to find the clues and the things you need to progress the plot. And so there were so many times playing that game when I'd be literally like my face in a sock drawer or something, trying to find some clue, and they hear like a dun noise in the background, and there's obviously a jump scare happen. Not turn around, yeah. like, what was it? What? <laughs> You know, so yeah. I missed about half of those jump scares. Like literally, they were just happening off camera. Um, yeah. We're having a discussion about player agency. I think this is the thing, isn't it? Where I think uh, horror, especially, works quite well if you can almost like take agency off player a little bit, just so that you can orchestrate those jump scares or those yeah. scary situations. If you give loads of agency to players, you get like dumbasses like me that end up staring at wall textures, just going, <laughs> "Oh my god, look at the parallax occlusion here!" And <laughs> oh, then things happening god. behind you. <laughs> my boyfriend does this when we, we play horror games together because, like, bless him, he's like, "Yeah, let me play some horror," and I'll be like, "Okay, let's try this one." And I'm the worst like backseat gamer. Like, I'm like, <laughs> "Go over there, do this." Like, why aren't you looking at that drawer? Have you been back there? Excuse me, do that again. Um, and it means that like he's very like into it and looking at everything. He's used to playing FPSs, so he like turns the sensitivity up massively, and he's like, "Doosh, doosh," like spinning everywhere really fast. <laughs> And I'm like, make it cinematic. I'm watching. Um, (laughs) And it means that like sometimes we'll miss a scare or like we're playing something that maybe like I know the beginning of and I want him to see his reaction. And he's like looking around going, whoa, whoa. And I can't can't stand it. I completely sympathize with him. That that is me. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I played PT and I love PT. There was that bit where um, I I played the game and, and, you know, I'm not going to say what happened to my trousers, but, you know, the score. And like basically like uh, (laughs) afterwards, I went onto the Internet and they were like there were pictures of like some horrible face like um, like I would have gone and changed my trousers afterwards. Uh, before going on the internet, nah, I just I just roll with it, bro. Yeah, like, just wears nappies. Yeah, I He's used that. to it by now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, sorry. yeah. I went on the internet. I saw loads of pictures of like you know um, when the, I think it might be when the fridge is like swinging, and then the, it was like a horrible mm. sort of like grimly faced figure. That like, bit is so harsh. I didn't see it's that figure so... at all. Like, I actually must have gone. Oh, a fridge, and it walked off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just terrible. I'm really unobservant for like these jump scares that happen in games. Like, uh, oh. just so I'd love to 
say that Visage got me, but like I was, I was probably just facing a wall when half of that stuff happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. But mm, I know. Mm, that that bit with the the doll with the long fingers though that comes after you that definitely got um, some creepy bits in it. Yeah, it is a creepy game. So good. Oh, it is good. My, one of my favourite types of jump scare as well that kind of ties over from films into games is camera flash jump scares. And I like mm. because they're the perfect blend of instantaneous, like no build up and nothing but build up because you mm. know you've got a camera, you know the only thing you can see is a flash and you know it's going to be one of them, but not which one. Um, so like something like Host at the end where like the mm. camera's flashing and flashing as things film. getting yeah. closer. Host is one of my favourite films ever. I love it so great. much. Mm, um and then something like i don't know if you guys played this but hotel 626 it was a flash game um i did i did yes i just just (laughs) had it was um it was like point and click right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was actually yeah. a Doritos promotion. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, it was. It's. It was amazing. It was so ahead of its time. Like it's literally, you could only. It's called Hotel Sixty Six because you could I only log on between the hours of six to six, uh, yep. so six a.m. to six p.m. Um, so you need to change your internal <laughs> clock if you wanted to go on in the middle of the day, and you'd log in, and it was basically like tied in sequences that used your computer to 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 kind of gauge reaction and scare you with things. So it'd have access to your microphone and your camera. And there's one bit where you have to like sing a devil baby to sleep, otherwise it gets up and attacks Mm. you. Cute. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, little lullaby. Um, There's another bit where you the camera flash scare which is why i bring it yeah. up is one, one, one really of my good. favorites yeah where you, you're locked in a bathroom with a maid that's like possessed um and you have to take pictures to try and find her until she turns around and screams in your face you just have this little picture of her and as she does it um it's either then or maybe a bit later on but as you get, get a big scare the your webcam takes a picture of you and mm. when you go downstairs <laughs> you find you can find your picture being like oh downstairs which was so good um they do that such a flashback with that yeah literally the camera flashback yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) um i just can't stop they also do it in um in madison as well because what you have to use as a camera to go through to to take pictures of the world around you for it to change so when you're flashing your camera every time it could just be something horrible that's there and you're like oh please stop can i just Sorry, yeah. I was going to ask, have you got any tips for Madison? I've got it on my list to play. <gasps> yes. So, okay. Is it is it is it quite hard or yes. hmm. so so I've played it I've played it a few times cuz I did the little speedrun trophy as well. Um I think if you want to get all the collectibles, it depends how into trophies you are. If you want to get all the collectibles and you need to look everywhere, which makes it much scarier because yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got to go through and do everything. Um, I don't really have advice as such because it's very much the, the puzzles, like play it on the mode where you can, the normal difficulty so you can see where you need to take pictures. Um, I think it only makes sense to do the hard one after you know um, yeah. because otherwise you'll just be snapping everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the puzzles require you to kind of think a little bit like laterally as well, like be like, oh, wh- where could this relate back to, and what mm-hmm. could it be? But none of them are too hard. They just okay. require a little bit of a little bit of like ah, um, and I love a puzzle. I I, I goddamn love, love a puzzle. Some, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes though, like you do the thing where like you think, oh, well, I think it's this, but it can't be that because that would be too obvious. And then you start overthinking and yeah. you're looking for hours. And yeah, if it's one of those, I probably will slip up and make that kind of mistake several times. But oh, it's, it's, 
it's gettable. It's definitely gettable. The one piece of advice I can give you, which I got stuck on and had to look up a guide for because I was really infuriated about not being able to do it. And then realized I was just clicking the wrong place is um, (laughs) there's one bit where you'll have to interact with a plank. There's another bit on the plank you can click to get the thing that you need. There's there's one bit, there's something stuck underneath it and there's something where you can just pick it up. Just pick up the thing you need to pick up. That's my yeah. best bit of advice. Okay. <laughs> Look for two points on the blank. I hope you get stuff like that in Resident Evil games as well, when like, you're literally stuck and just going round and round in circles and you realise it's that thing you've got in your inventory that you just need to spin around and like open yeah. the locket and it's yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> it's been the whole time that's been there. Yeah. Um, Ellie, I think you've got a question that... Um, I was going to answer something to do with this, but actually I'll let you ask, ask the question first because I've got something I want to talk about. Are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Jordan, with an O, once oh, again, hello, Jordan, guy. has sent in this question. What's the scariest non-horror game that you've played? Ooh, so in with the theme of what I'm a bit afraid of, being water, subnautica, absolutely. That game's horrifying. So That's scary. amazing. <laughs> oh, that, oh, yeah. Is that not a horror game? That looked like a horror game to me. It's survival horror, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. Well, I don't think I don't think it's a horror game because it's like, you know, just swimming around in some water, but I think mm. it's very scary. So if, you don't you have, you... if you don't have that as my answer, you can have bugs next. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's uh, like a stealth horror game, isn't it? Like it's just the themes oh. of it are like so disturbing by the end of the game. You're like, really parasites. So weird. <laughs> Literally a Cronenberg movie, that game. <laughs> it genuinely is like it's so like I remember going down and like no spoilers, but I remember seeing the end and I was like what the hell is going on? Like, who has done this? Who has thought of this? This children's game and this monster is here. It's also a like, sick. again, like, not, not really a spoiler, but there's a there's like two endings to the game. One is like incredibly like grim and depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've only ever got one ending from it. I've played it twice because I played it uh, once and then I played it again when the DLC came out. I think I've only ever oh, got... Big Snacks, that's what it's called. Island of Big yeah. Snacks. <laughs> yeah 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 that's the the dlc i i don't know i don't know if i want to play it again to get a never ending because like it just just be youtube it it's so depressing yeah. you don't want to get that ending that's just me <laughs> i wonder which one i've had and what the other one is. i need to know I'll, I'll have a look after this the the kind of the thing is it's just whether you do the side quests or not if you don't do the side quests then you're going to get a bad ending mm. um and if you do then you get the good ending uh but it's things can still go wrong depending uh, on how much you do and how yeah. you do it and i think parts. i've always done all of the, the side quests on it i think yeah so you'll always to. have the good ending <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh okay i need to find out what the ending is then i mean the reason i wanted you to ask this question as well is because like uh, ash was mentioning sort of games like that that game that Doritos game that takes a picture of you and stuff like that. Like any game that breaks the fourth wall, I actually find quite quite scary. So for me, like um some of the Metal Gear games, like the Metal Gear One, Metal Gear Solid one, sorry, when Psycho Mantis could like read your PlayStation's mm. memory card. That messed yeah. me up so much when I was little because I was just like, what the hell is this game? Like <laughs> I didn't know what's on my memory card. And then also like in Metal Gear Solid 2, there's a bit where it starts to break down. You know where uh, Ray- Raiden starts on, getting like um the kernel. On the code deck, it's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, on the codec, yeah. yeah. It starts turning yeah. to like a skeleton face and stuff. And it starts talking to yes. me and saying, turn off the game and stop playing yeah. the game. And I'm just like, as a kid, I was just like there, like, what, why is the game <laughs> talking to me? Like, it's so scary. <laughs> like, anything breaks the fourth wall of that. Like, so it's not a video game. Like, it's involving you. Even if it's not a horror game, that kind of makes me get, like, hair standing up on the back of my neck. 
yeah the uh the i actually wrote that down for like the the spooky moments earlier as well i had like inscription and doki doki literature club down mm. just for oh, like yeah. fourth wall breaking scary moments like doki doki literature club and inscription both like on on pc they they go into your files and actually like manipulate yeah, yeah. things and the only it's way so to do weird. it is play them i love it on playstation though where, like where it has the uh it's kind of got like a mock server so you get so much more to explore because it's someone else's computer so i really liked that because you get like different nuggets of information from all of them hmm. but yeah like that it's like oh do you want to delete this file ah! like <laughs> oh i was like don't look don't look at my screenshots <laughs> it was like uh, undertale as well did the same sort of thing didn't it as well i remember playing undertale yeah. and the bit where flabby sort of kicks you back to your desktop on pc and then on console it kicks you to this kind of like playstation's crash screen you're like oh geez my yeah. playstation just like blue screen or something uh, yeah. Such a good experience. Yeah, good experience. Like anything like that. Yeah, just I find really pretty scary. Um, yeah, this isn't this isn't the question that was sent in. This is like uh, just from talking to some people that were sending questions in and stuff and chatting. Um, this idea, true survival horror, as in like true survival horror as a genre, died with tank controls. Um, no, mm. no, <laughs> no. Go on, go on, Ash. You're very passionate about this. What do you think? No, no. Just I just uh, I think. <laughs> tank and tank controls yes good classic survival horror yes good innovation is the game though baby like get with it like games yeah. that can completely change the way you can control things and make it more adept and nimble and dynamic that's much scarier when you have better control and fuller control that is scarier frustration is not scary frustration <laughs> is annoying so that's my two cents do you know what you Pretty much nailed that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it was, I think, I, I think going back to the actual tank controls itself, it, you said frustration is the key there because of your limitations on like the four directions. You know, it was so it was scary. Resident Evil Two, the original Resident Evil Two, with mm. Mr. X coming after you again, an indestructible force just bashing through these walls, and you're like, oh god, I've got to go all the way around by pressing this directional button, and then hold down X or Square and run, and uh, but uh, the modern day version is so much more intuitive and immersive. I think it's, yeah. So I think, um, again, not to speak for people that were sort of talking about this, but like, I think um, where this must come from, I think, is that there was a time, wasn't there, where survivor horror, it looked like it kind of died out a little bit because it went very actiony. Like uh, Capcom mm. started doubling down, didn't they? And like, I remember Resident Evil 5 came out, it was basically a co op shoot with your mates. And it kind of, the, the feeling was, I guess, that like sort of true, in quotes, horror experiences were kind of dying out a little bit. But then I think that's, the, the genre's found such a good happy medium nowadays where it doesn't have to have these archaic controls and like, you know, sort of fixed viewpoints stuff. It can have like, you know, full, um, you know, sort of third person shooter mechanics almost, but still retain the horror, still retain like um, the experiences of like survival horror. So Dead Space was a really good sort of pioneer mm. of that. And also I think, um, it's that idea of like a first person sort of horror has become like quite massive, like since mm. I guess stuff like Amnesia and things like that have, have really exploded. I would it. say like Doom 3, like the yeah. opening Doom of yeah, Doom yeah. 3 yeah. is so scary. Like the opening is great. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Subnautica again. <laughs> yeah, yes. again. The Evil Within is a great, great horror game, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Evil Within's got that sort of, that's got the true, you know, old school survival mix. horror yeah. kind of feel but yeah it doesn't compromise on weird tank controls i love the evil yeah. so much 
I uh, I think Tormented Souls as well is a recent one that's kind of come out that like honors that era of PS2 gaming yeah. and uh, PS1, you know, like the, the the survival horror classics, and you can choose whether to have tank controls or not. Oh, and really? I think that's, that's yeah. important and nice because then if you want that kind of true survival horror experience from the olden days you may have it but then also like it runs perfectly well as kind of a new control system that's reflective of contemporary games and ones that have kind of expanded upon what you can do in the medium as well i love a fixed perspective is what i love i don't think that has aged at all i think a fixed perspective in a in a horror game is amazing like you only have to look at like dark pit the the dark, the dark pictures anthology. Erid, <laughs> hey, sorry there, excuse me. <laughs> the dark pictures anthology, or Until Dawn, or The mm, Quarry, yeah. like anything super mm. massive. You look at that with their fixed perspectives, and oh my god, that is what makes like a, a great um, horror game for me, like a cinematic horror experience. Though that does veer away from the survival horror angle. I think the horror has diversified a lot, hasn't it, as a genre? I mean, you think like. Back when people talk about this PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era of, of, of survival horror, when there, there's a lot of golden stuff on those consoles. But um, that was quite sort of homogenous in how they were all sort of made and how they worked. Whereas you think like nowadays, there's so, there's so many different experiences for horror. Mm. Like when we started this podcast, we talked about different things that scared us. And you think, well, it's it's only for the benefit of players if there's there's so many different things out there. You're going to find something that either entertains you or scares you or both. Mm. You know what I mean? Because there's so much stuff that's so different. Yeah. It, it's like a rainbow of gore. Oh. <laughs> it's red. It's just yeah, a big yeah, bruise going over the Yeah, just a yeah, big red gone. smudge. Yeah, a big yeah. veiny, a big veiny rainbow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, mm. quick fire recommendations for Halloween video games playlists. So if you had to like say to somebody, you know, um, yeah, these are the top games to play over Halloween. You know, if you're not really into horror, these are some games to smash over October. What would we all recommend we put on that list? So I've got a round robin. Oh, Rowan, go for it. Go play Condemned Criminal Origins. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, Condemned, was it Condemned the one with the like, mannequins and stuff that moved? Yeah, so mm. Condemned was Monolith, and I think it was After Fear, which is also the best first-person shooting game. And um, it's just the AI is insane. Like, they run around picking up, like, debris and pipes and, like, throw stuff at you, and they, like, taunt you and that. And if you play a certain way... The AI kind of learns how you play. So if you play very cautiously, they'll hide around corners and try and catch you off guard and stuff. And they'll make fun of you as they're doing it. <laughs> it's great. Condemned is amazing. Cool. I recommend it. Good. I've not actually ever played Condemned, but I've heard it popped up a few times. It's so good. Any other recommendations? Ooh, everything I've said in this podcast. Um, so like Inscription, Martha is Dead, Visage, all that kind of stuff. The Quarry, Dark Pictures Games. Also House of the Dead remake because it's just mm. good fun. Like that whole light gun uh, style thing. It's not very long, so you could just finish it on Halloween as well, like a, like a good run through it and then do some challenges. I think that's a great Halloween game because it's got gore in the fun way, like splattery gore. Mm. Um, and it's like a challenge as well as, as, well as like just fun fun shooting like you can pick up different items and find secrets and that sort of stuff so house of the dead remake is definitely one also mundorn as well for something kind of indie and weird and it's all a hand drawn uh and set in the the, the swiss mountains i think it's, it's mm. so creepy and wonderful i love mundorn 
Mundorn. Mundorn. I'm going to write that down. M U N D A U N. Mundorn. Great for someone from the West Midlands to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's a good shape. It's good to have some indie games in there as well as like big AAA mm. games. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and, and until dawn's a great show. I was I always play it over Halloween because like I was trying either get everyone through the night or kill everybody. And those yeah. two trophies are actually quite difficult to do, to be honest, because there's always some characters that like seem almost impossible to keep alive and almost impossible mm. to kill as well. Like, you know. Mm. <laughs> um do you guys do you guys remember Time Splitters on PlayStation 2? Mm. Yes. Now, yes. I mean, it's not a horror game, but there are some levels in it that are horror-based and mm-hmm. They are scary. Like, I feel like playing those, like there's one where you have, I think there's like waves of zombies and you're in a haunted house or something. And then there's one where most of most of the levels, I think you're kind of carrying something from A to B and trying not to die. But mm. some of the levels are actually really scary. And I think sometimes something like that almost scares me more than some newer games. And so I don't know, there's something about it. I think it's like, I feel more like I'm being chased again in that. Like, and you can't like, if you get stuck in a bit of a corner when there's too many hordes of zombies or, or something, it's like overwhelming. <laughs> yes, cool. the the deer haunter mm. in Time Splitters Future Perfect is absolutely terrifying. Like literally, like some massive deer that comes off the mantelpiece and is like, <laughs> and has like, <laughs> oh, it looks like a Wendigo. It's horrible. I think Wendigos are kind of cool. I don't yes. know. I like them. They're a yeah. great monster yeah. and it's yeah. so interesting. Like yeah. the lore of them. But have seen you one? Have you ever like read about um, Skinwalker Ranch? You're not supposed mm. to say the name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh no! Wait, let happen? me take that back. Could I, could I no, I what? can't say it backwards. While we're talking about Wendigos, there's a no movie. No one's ever said to me I couldn't say it before. I'm worried now. I didn't know that. I talk about it all the time. Oh, like I talk about it all the time. There's <laughs> a movie. There's they a movie, right? Uh, Nathan put me onto it, and I recently got a bunch of my friends to watch it. It's ravenous, ravenous. Yeah, um, it's so the guy so... fierce one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so confusing. <laughs> it is so weird, and I didn't know what was going on through like all of it. And I watched it again after, and like me and my friends all <laughs> sat there and watched it, and then researched it after, and we were like, we don't understand any of the creative choices, but we love it. Yeah, go watch ravenous. I mean, that's oh, a good show to like uh, go with Bone Tomahawk, isn't it? Because like another sort of Western horror. Yeah. It's just that one scene. I literally watched Bone Tomahawk because someone told me it was the most disgusting scene they'd ever seen in a, in a film. So I was like, well, I need to, I need the context <laughs> to get to this scene. Um, and I was, and it was good. It was a good scene. It was a good moment. It's near the end for anyone looking for yeah. it. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. It's a good film either way. I just yeah. like Patrick Wilson. Like Patrick Wilson is proper He's little great. scream queen, isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> love yeah I love Kurt Russell. I've got such a man crush on Kurt Russell. He's I have great like forever. Absolutely. He is. I wish he was my dad. Um, <laughs> Outlast. So Outlast Games. Uh, original first three Resident Evils. Resident Evil 7. Um, and Siren Blood Curse. So oh, Nathan, yeah. we've spoken about this before. Yeah, great game. Uh, I think a long time ago. So that's PS3 game. And that's that's kind of almost a hybrid. It was a little bit tanky on its controls, hmm. but that kind of obviously that sight jacking thing where you could get into the kind of the uh, um, into their line of sight. I'd never played because there's a few Siren games on the PS2, wasn't uh, there? There's a couple of them. Yeah, um, there's so, Forbidden Siren one yeah, and two. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, but Forbidden so Sirens played... on PS Plus. Is it? What? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah oh, it is. yes. Um, I'm going to download that then. But that that <laughs> game absolutely terrified me. Mm, um, again, because you're kind of 
especially when you play as a little girl and not again. It's that disarming thing for me. Uh, it really terrifies me. So that's a great game for Halloween. Uh, Alien Isolation as well. Another oh, classic, yeah, definitely. Right? definitely. Yeah. Great game. Um, Do you know what we haven't mentioned, which is really weird, is Silent Hill? I don't think oh, yes. it today. Oh, my God. What's wrong with us? That's because we're all so scared of it. We're like, oh, my God, don't mention Silent Skip Hill. over. I mean, me and I've Rowan talk about Silent Hill a lot. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but I, I was like biting my tongue today. I was like, don't say yeah. Silent Hill. Don't say we, Silent Hill. We mention it now and again. It's been maybe mentioned. So drop Silent maybe Hill 2 every now and again, yeah. Can I just ask, can I say that place name backwards? I've written it down. I feel like if I say it backwards, it might help my case. <laughs> might be safe. Reverse the curse. Try I'm going to try. try. I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> this might make things worse. It's more likely because it sounds like a spell. <laughs> Chanar Reklonix. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> We're all cursed. Right. Yeah, You've that... turned Rowan into a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like the uh, you know, Book of the Dead thing from Evil Dead. I'm not going to lie. I think if I say it yeah. three <laughs> times, something will happen. <laughs> yeah. Try it. Um, Why don't we all say, um, together? Uh, no, I'm, really, I'm not no. joining you in the curse. <laughs> You've got me feeling superstitious. I'm like, we're well, not supposed to say. Worry, it'll happen I, to me. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, no, the, I want um, to live. <laughs> the that that particular oh my god I'm literally I'm so superstitious about it that particular beast though I love reading about like it's one of my favorite legends um Wendigos and that one and Goatman as well like a Nancy's Goatman the creepy pasta I think is one of the scariest things I've read because it's written like I don't know just the way it's written by by this guy who's like totally there he's totally immersed in it it's about this weird like shifty little freak in the woods oh it's so good it's so <laughs> good in the woods outside. <laughs> <laughs> So what that I know you you probably won't say it now, but the one that Ellie said, and we're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to say. I want to Google it. What is it? <laughs> Can someone type it to me? Someone send me a message with it. Yes. Can we later? Yeah. <laughs> I've already cursed myself. I'll just say it again. Oh, okay, curse yourself again, please, Ellie. Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I the voice as well. <laughs> it's Skinwalker Ranch. Skin. Walker Ranch, like the okay. it's like Candy Van. You need it a couple more times. Yeah, I've said it like so many times now. I will be not around for long. Oh, <laughs> it's just, I, I remember reading it once that it's like it's um like it's bad luck or you know like the the like Native American cultures it's come from they don't like talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that's like I need to read more on it. It was a while ago when I read about it, but I wasn't sure if it was something where it's just like, you know, it's the legends and you don't want them spreading and giving power to them and that sort of thing. Makes me makes me feel spooked. (laughs) Spooky. Okay. Spooky. One thing I will like uh, throw into our recommendations though before we uh, sort of run out of time soon is is Castlevania. No one ever mentions Castlevania for horror, but like in terms of like um, Halloween, man, Halloween's a perfect time to smash out some Castlevania, like Symphony of the Night and stuff. Um, They're not like scary games. So. Kid Dracula. Did you ever play Kid Dracula? <laughs> Kid Dracula, maybe. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is yeah. which is a offshoot of a Castlevania it is, game. It is. It? Yeah, it is definitely. It is. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's on the Castlevania <laughs> collection as well. Kid Dracula. Yes. Um. But yeah, no. I mean, you know, when we talk about horror, we always talk about scary stuff. But horror is also quite fun. Um. Like yes. I love. I love the film Trick or Treat. That's such a good film that doesn't seem to. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Why is that film not on Blu-ray in this country or available? Oh anywhere? my god, uh. I don't know, but it's amazing. Um, oh, I'm literally sorry. I'm looking at my trousers. I have some uh, pajamas that are like trick or treat pajamas. I'm half dressed, obviously, um, and I have trick or treat pajamas with little Sam on. I love That's him amazing. so much. He's mm. so cute. Yeah, like the spirit um, of Halloween. It's like Halloween's version of the Easter Bunny, isn't it? You mean? Like- yeah. 
Oh, and Easter's version of the Halloween bunny is um, a murder house, which is just really cheesy, like pixelated PS1 style horror, which is very nice. good fun. But it's based in <laughs> Easter, cool. so you'll have to wait a while to play it. Oh, no. It's like Night Before All Christmas. Right. You know what I mean? Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. Or is that, Halloween is, is that the uh, puppet combo game? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. I follow puppet combo quite closely, man. I love this, the, the whole. Whatever he's doing that. Yeah, Puppet great. It's so good. Next. That and um, Happy's Humble Burger Farm is like something in the same vein. I love Happy's mm. Humble Burger Farm. It's so that silly. It's cute. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> just, it's so ridiculous. Cute, it? It's about a murderous cow mascot. It's great. Nathan, but, nobody's mentioned the Evil Dead either. In yeah. any format, games or oh, movies. The, um, yeah, the online <laughs> sort of co uh, op. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the films as well. It's the pretty Evil okay. Dead. <laughs> it's yeah, it's quite one of those niche games, isn't it? Like, I guess like, if you're a fan of the Evil Dead films, then you're going to get loads out of it. Mm -hmm. um, Me and all four other people really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it is right. good. It's very faithful. Yeah, this has been a great podcast, guys. It's been fantastic. Um, we're about to run out of time, though. So before we go, there's one last extra weird question. <laughs> this is the weirdest question. <laughs> this is sent in by george he goes by at g21122000 it's the most catchy instagram handle i think we have on the show um mm. and george wants to know who would win in a fight to the death between 10 knee-high pyramid heads from silent hill and one full-size michael myers from halloween the pyramid heads do you reckon they would mm. overpower him? yeah uh, 10 knee-high pyramid heads when the man can rip off a whole like body of skin in one fist <laughs> no. 10 of them at your knees 10 of michael them myers at your knees michael myers can't die yeah michael myers can't die right but, but oh does God, he they... does he get buster rhymes back up though so, <laughs> oh, you know. maybe <laughs> no the pyramid pyramid head does and everything's turned on his head no um it's got to be michael myers right no oh it seems split on this uh, i don't know maybe yeah, I don't if know. he has Maybe Loomis back up was like, you don't know evil there. <laughs> no, but seriously, ten, 10 knee high pyramid heads. I'm sorry, no, you need to agree because like 10 knee high, 10 pyramid heads, no but matter their size, but 10 have, like, pyramid heads. I think Ash might they? be right on this one though. Yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm bemused that that isn't just the answer. <laughs> it, it's like in it. Jurassic Park though, when you've got the T-Rex and there's like loads of velociraptors jumping on the T-Rex, the velociraptors mm. are going to win. Maybe. Yeah. Wait, yeah. now I'm not sure. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. in my head. The T-Rex gets them. The T-Rex gets them and then roars and then the banner falls down. It's amazing. We'll never know. But it could be like <laughs> Army of Darkness. So it's just loads of little guys. Right. And all like we need to make it happen on the battle simulator. You know, on the army simulator. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to make it. You know what? Give it two more Halloween movies. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Halloween ends again, again, again. The end again, for again. real this time, guys. Yeah. Okay, I'll put, I'll put a poll down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pyramid Head just comes on screen, just takes the skin off. I'll put like yeah. a poll on the on the on the Spotify uh, version of this podcast. I'll put a poll underneath, and we can see who wins. Right. Cool. Thank you, guys. Been nice to have you with us. And uh, thank nice you, Ash, so much up. for coming. Thank you, yeah. Ash. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me, everyone. And Thanks everyone have a spooky, spooky season and a nice Halloween as well. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. See you later.